I call the shots, I never call it quits. Trust my intuition, bet it's right and bitch, it often is. Seen too many others come and go, they had the wrong intent. Do it out of love and never for it, then I watch it get. Bigger than expected, no second guess it, I let it set it. It's God's plan, we out here only accepting blessings. I'm stuck with it, this mindset is terminal. In and out different terminals, leveling up is personal. Now I already made it, y'all can miss me. Hard to believe I made something from nothing. No hindsight discussions. I've been writing, I love it. Welcome to the Three Gig Sports Podcast, where we are never wrong, just sometimes misinformed. This is Danny G sitting alongside Rio and Jimmer tonight. And this this will be a first, ladies and gentlemen. This is the first time we've literally had a cannon on the podcast uh register that thing as a weapon yeah like uh i i don't know how everything works in like state to state i'm pretty sure iowa it's a little might be on the illegal side but we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna make this work yeah you might be able to have i don't know i don't know that's something to look at yeah something to look into it's we're 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 kind of dancing on that line right now yeah borderline illegal yeah so who are we talking to tonight rio tonight we have nate hayden on who is a quarterback where do you go to school I uh, played football at Minnesota State Community College last fall. Okay, there we go. Um, definitely some impressive highlight reel stuff on tape, yeah. and it, it looks awesome to see. I'm sure anybody recruiting, looking into you, um, they're seeing talent, exactly what we're seeing. Uh, so. Yeah, the video I'm watching right now, and you look really good in black and yellow, uh, a.k.a. Hawkeye, so just letting you know. But, I, like, I'm seriously watching this right here, and it – it's highly impressive. You're you're moving up in the box. You're you're moving every which way, and uh, I'm telling you, you were blessed with a cannon. Like they put something on your shoulder, and it just it flies, and it looks like it's effortless too. Is that is, is that accurate? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something I've worked on for a while. It wasn't always like that, but it, it's there now. Yeah. All right, Nate. Uh, so it's gonna be a battle. You and Josh Allen. Who can chuck it further? Oh, man. I mean, I'm a pretty confident guy. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Stick with that. I like it. I like yeah. that way better than, like, I don't know. No, no, no. You yeah. can. Hell, yeah. When I'm watching, you can. Say that. Danny G's just right. going to be, he's one-sided because he took him to a fantasy championship one year. That's accurate. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Big fan. All right. Well, um, to kick this thing off, when did you start playing sports as a kid? When did that start for you? Oh, man. I, I probably started playing you know every sport you could when i was like you know probably as young as three four years old and i i I had the pads on by the time i was seven and been in love with it since then that makes sense because if that is accurate where i think you grew up well can you tell everybody where did you grow up i am born and raised flower mound texas outside of dallas you know, it's a football place. Oh, uh, you know. We, we just needed, evidently. So we're going to educate you a little bit, all right? We're going to give you a little bit of three gig history. And one of our co-hosts, the one that wanted you to say where you're from, is also from the old stomping ground yeah. of Texas down there. I guess he said he's wrestled uh, some of the Flower Mound kids. Yep. Uh, I went to Azel, Texas uh, okay. in high school, so. Definitely know about Flower Mount. So he just wanted to make sure that we had to make it clear that the dude with the cannon arm came from Texas. Gotcha. That's right. Gotcha. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. I love it. So uh, th- those jeans jumped my uh, <laughs> my pool, apparently. So <laughs> I got a rocket, but I don't know if I can throw it 80 yards. So playing a lot of football, right? What else did you play while growing up? Uh, I played soccer as a kid, and then I was a hooper, too. I, I liked playing basketball, too. Um played basketball up until high school. 
Okay. All right. Can you put it down? Can you dunk? What's up? Yeah, yeah, I can dunk, you know. I don't know if I'm, like, soaring, but I can dunk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, me too. I just got to lower the rim down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's dunking on a five-foot rim. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so? I make it look good. Okay. okay. Uh, so, you get up into high school. What do you start playing in high school, sports-wise? Uh, I, re- I really just stuck to football. You know, I realized I wasn't going to be 6'8", you know, wasn't going to be a basketball player. So, you know, started playing. I really started falling in love with quarterback, and that just kind of became my thing and something I worked at every day. And I just that became my thing, and that's all I did all through high school, just just grinded on the field. I was, I was trying to be a slinger. So I, I'm seeing that you led your previously winless school to be conference champions. Yes, so the junior college I went to, I think they had only won, like, maybe a handful of games since 2003. Oh. And, you know, I went up there just because some of the other junior colleges um, are so stacked with other bounce-back quarterbacks and stuff, and that wasn't – that just wasn't for me. I, I knew I wanted to get every rep and get the experience. And so I went up there, and, yeah, we had a great season, and – uh yeah, we took it all the way to conference champions right off the bat. So there we go. Did I see that right too? You led the country in passing. Yeah, I led in yards per game. I would have, I would have led the whole country in overall yards, but I uh, up there uh, we had a game canceled for COVID, and uh, I missed a couple games, and so I didn't, I didn't finish on top, but I did lead in yards per game. I was the only person over three hundred. I had like three thirty or three forty a game. Jesus. Heck yeah. Love it. Did you have some studs to throw the ball to, too? Or oh, what did yeah. that look like? So, yeah, we had some great players. We had um, I had, we had a bunch of dudes. Like my boy Ron D, a running back. Um, my receivers, ZZ, Fred, Dove, JoJo, uh, Rick, my tight end, big 6'6 six, six dude. We had a bunch of good good skill players out there. And uh, I think every single one is, is going back D1. So there we go. worked out. Heck yeah, that's awesome. Ooh. Uh, so I'm a huge proponent to like, um, I'm pretty sure a high majority of people have uh have nerves before they go out and perform, right? So yeah. my question to you is, what was your pregame? Like, what is the thing that either what centers you, what calms you down, what gets you in the mo- like in the moment and focused? Um, I think the big thing is. You just got you got to be so prepared that it's hard to be nervous. Like to me, I feel like if you're just crazy nervous as a quarterback, then you're probably not ready. Like I mean, I get nerves and butterflies because because I got adrenaline going and I'm excited about the game. Right. But at the same time, it can't be like a from a fear standpoint. You know, you got to be so prepared. And so my thing is like I'm studying my game script. I'm going over everything. I'm watching film, making sure I feel like I know what's going to happen before it happens so that I got a clearer picture when I'm out there. And then I also try to stay pretty relaxed. You know, I don't try to get, you know, other people want to get amped up. And I'm all about that most days. But, you know, once it gets into pregame, I like to kind of be a little more quiet, relaxed, and and just kind of stay fresh, stay moving around, don't use too much of my energy, and um, get ready from there. There we go. Very cool. So, uh, in, in high school, do you have any accolades, anything like that? Um, um, honestly, honestly, not too many. I had a, you know, a different path through high school. I, I 
went to a few different high schools and had some situations and stuff. I finished out uh, with a really good senior year at Dallas Christian where I graduated from. But up until that point, I really didn't have too much success and had some different situations that caused me to move around. And, and because of that, I don't think I got the recruitment I deserved because even before I was as big as I am now or whatever the situation is, I could always – I mean, from my sophomore year of high school up, I could, I could rip it. And I just didn't get that notoriety and all that stuff up until – and that's kind of what's led me through the college path I've had. But my time is coming now, so – uh, that's awesome. Everyone has their own path, you know, and yeah. yours is, I, I like the battle tested. I, I love the battle tested player more than anything else. The one that had to scrape earn and like kick the door down to come through. Not the one that was necessarily, uh, prepped all the way through their whole life and, uh, spoon fed to that point, you know, only to falter. Um, my question, my question for you is, so we, we've been watching the highlight reels. Though, which are obviously highly impressive. But my question to you is, when you're out there, are you more conservative or are you a gunslinger? Gunslinger. I'll tell you that right now. Thank you. Um, I, I definitely got like a Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers type of mentality. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm going to make the smart play. I'm not going to force things. I don't want any coaches listening or anything to think that I'm going to play stupid. But right. at the same time, I definitely feel like sometimes with my arm strength, I feel like I see things a little differently and other quarterbacks like I can drive back and even if I know the guy's coming and I'm gonna have to take one in the chin I have a certain level of toughness and then a certain level of belief in my arm that I feel like I just need a sliver I just need to see a sliver of space or I just need to see a half a second where I think I can get that ball off and if I see that big play as a possibility I'm letting it fly that's I'll I'll have I'll gladly take one in the chin and let it fly oh man yeah, yeah. He, I'm telling you, he looked real good in Hawkeye Black. And, <laughs> yeah, as long as you got that, as long as you have that, a little uh, uh, more accuracy than Petrus, because he's got some arm too. But right, but yeah, you got. I assume he, you have more accuracy from what I'm seeing. Do you it looks know, like you do you know how times. to hand the ball off? Because then you could definitely play for the Hawkeyes. Oh, is that what we're doing now? <laughs> oh, man, that's I mean, their play calls. To, I know how to hand it off. Not my favorite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it'd be just fine. Yeah. Uh, what is, uh, on your, when you're not prepping, uh, which sounds like, uh, you're a busy guy, you're doing that constantly, but when you actually do, <coughs> excuse me, uh, kick your feet up and relax or whatever it is, what, what is it that you do do? Like, what do you, uh, what do you no. do for fun? What do you, what do you, what do you do? Um, so right now I do a lot of, um, you know, honestly, outside of me playing and grinding, I, I train kids and stuff for fun. I help coach a seven on seven organization in, in Dallas and I, I train quarterbacks and stuff, and then outside of that, I'm a big outdoors person. I like to, you know, fish and, and do all that, so. Okay. Oh, that that definitely suits you well up in Minnesota, too, for the fishing and shit, too. Oh, yeah, I was, I'm not going to lie. After, during fall camp, after practice and meetings, I was out there fishing. Yeah. Very so, cool. watching your highlights, especially in Huddle and that here, <clears throat> you obviously have a cannon. We, we could touch on that all day. And it seems like you've got the accuracy to drop the ball right in the soft spots of the defense, which is awesome. But as the game changes from college to the NFL, it seems like guys are needing to have a little bit more mobility, right? How, how do you sit yeah. there? Are you a little bit more of the prototypical kind of Peyton Manning quarterback? Or Yeah, I mean, see, I mean, I can move. I can move, you know, don't get me wrong. I can get off my spot. I think that the main thing <laughs> is um, – 
is extension of the play. Like, you know, not every play, especially as defensive players get better and get faster, not everything's going to be a perfect world. And you got to be able to extend the play or, or, or find a way out of it. And, you know, I think, in my opinion, I think it's not only your legs that can do that. You know, if I see something pre-snap or I see grass, you know, I can check to something else or, or be able to run laterally. You know, I, I feel like I'm pretty good at um, – you know, sliding out of tackles and being slippery back there and extending the play laterally and finding someone open. I mean, I can go get the sticks and I'm pretty, I'm pretty muscular. You know, I can, I can put my shoulder in somebody, but I don't know. The way I see it is the guys running down the field are faster than me. So I, I'm definitely more on the prototypical side of, of using my brain to check out of something or, or, or if I see somebody down the field, I'm going to try to extend the play laterally and get it there. But I okay. can definitely get off my spot. I can definitely get off my spot, make make off platform throws, get to the sticks if I need to, anything like that. Okay. De- definitely is the footwork too. Then footwork, uh, you know, your uh, footwork in the pocket and kind of just sliding um, from side to side. That's also huge too for mobility. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's almost like almost like having to move in a hula hoop or like just in a small space. You got to be able to move quick in a, and work in a small space and keep your eyes downfield the whole time. Yeah, that's tough, especially with those guys getting backed up into you. So with all that said, we like to hear that. You're a very intelligent quarterback, it sounds like, along with the talent. Who would you compare yourself to then in the NFL? Oh, okay, I got a few for you. Um, hey, yeah. I love this man's confidence, I'm telling you right now. Hell yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, definitely, you know, if we're talking arm strength, you know, I like I got, I like the Josh Allen comparison. I've got that before. I've had people tell me I look and, and move like Zach Wilson. I've heard that before. Um, I've had a lot of Baker Mayfield comparisons. Okay. Um, I know he's having his struggles right now and all that, but, you know, same type of swagger. Yeah. And, and, and confidence and definitely arm strength and extending to the play and stuff like that. And I feel like I'm, I'm built pretty similar to him, so I've gotten a lot of, of uh, comparisons. I, th- him. I was gonna say I think that's uh, I think that's pretty damn accurate. That, like what I'm watching too. And I'm not talking. I think you have a stronger arm than him, <laughs> but the rest of it, it kind of like I see what they're saying. I get that. There's yeah. he- and the hell of, and there's definitely nothing wrong with Baker. Dude worked his way up too. You know he's going through some shit storm stuff and it is we we, we need to remind ourselves that he's with the browns organization right who if anyone knows how to shit the bed it would it's be the, the browns bed. right yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean they they heard of amber heard before amber heard right oh yeah for sure <laughs> so for sure. he knows yeah, what under, i'm talking about underdog story, though. it's an underdog story i like it I, I feel like i can i can rock with that i'm got that same mentality i love it hell yeah so uh coming out of high school uh, talk recruiting. Who was recruiting you? You said you know you said you had some situations that you weren't as highly you know sought after and stuff as you should have been. It, right. So who was recruiting you coming out of high school? I mean, honestly, almost almost nobody. You know, I I had talks with some schools after my sophomore year and junior year and stuff, but nothing ever went crazy far. Um, I actually signed I signed with a Division two school out of high school, and that was all I had. Washington Baptist, great program, just. Um, they don't throw it much and you know i just needed to go somewhere and throw it and okay. i i just made a quick i just made a quick impulsive decision to like take what i had and i should have thought more thoroughly through it and it's a great program like i said just didn't throw a lot okay and can you touch on so, that who that was yeah it was washington baptist in arkansas um really powerhouse d2 school just like i said not a not they don't throw it around and so okay. From there, I decided to go JUCO, and I was enrolling in a JUCO, and they canceled the junior college season for COVID. Right. Yeah. And so, 
So I ended up going out of the portal to North Alabama, but I had to sit out the season for transferring up a division. Oh. And so okay. I, I was ineligible, and I tried to appeal it, but I didn't get it. Then they gave out the COVID year and everything, and so, which I'm still working through whether I even qualify for that or not. But um, from there, you know, they they had some six-year seniors and some stuff, and they brought in some transfers, and I was having a really great spring and thought I would end up being the guy, and just some stuff went down. There's not it's not even the same offensive staff there anymore. They played five or six different quarterbacks last fall. Like I could just see the writing on the wall that wasn't going to be a good situation. So I decided to do what I originally wanted to, and win juco and i actually played with the legendary how mummy coach how mummy the father of the air raid oh yeah okay yeah so i'm my my grandfather was a teacher at kentucky and so we had pretty we had some you know mutual friends and stuff and i I met with how mummy working out with him since since covid and he actually went to minnesota with me and was coaching me so oh yeah yeah. how did you end up at uh, minnesota state well um, I was trying to talk to some of the scholarship Ducos and everyone was so full at quarterback and um, I talked to a snow college and they said they were full, but their recruiting guy, his name was coach Kurtz. He, he was like, I know a Duco in Minnesota that needs some help. And at first I was like, Oh man, I don't know. Like I haven't won a game since 2003. I don't know. Right. And <laughs> like, I was like, at least I'll get every rep. And I was, and then coach mommy said he wanted to go up there too. And, you know, I helped. I, I looked around and found some receivers, some friends of mine, some other stuff, and we went up there and shocked the world. You know, made made some noise that I don't think anybody saw coming. So. Balled out, hell yeah! That, that's, yeah, that's awesome. awesome. I love it. Yeah. And, and so, you know, you kind of balled out that first year. Can you touch on all your stats there that first season that you were setting records and? Yeah. So, yeah, I played eight games. We had a ten game season. I actually uh, missed about a game and a half because I, I separated my shoulder the third game of the season, and I continued – and I uh, cracked a few ribs, and I, I continued Ooh. to play. Oof. I, uh, I finished the game, played again five days later, took my arm out of the sling at halftime and went in the game because we were losing. And then I didn't play the next week, just arrested, and then I finished the season like that. And oh. I threw, let's see, at 20, almost 2,700 yards in eight games and 19 touchdowns, and I actually – Probably, I had about five or six more touchdowns that were called back, um, you know. And I was I was definitely looking at like 2,700. I was probably looking at 3,000 yards and 25 touchdowns in about eight games, but they called some back. So official stats, about 2,719 touchdowns. But pretty, that's pretty good numbers for eight games. Yeah, damn heck, straight. Heck yeah, it is. Man. And so that was really cool. The Those stats are great, dude. The whole – the story – from how you weren't recruited to where you went, you know, they didn't win a game since 2003, or at least we're not good since 2003, right? Everything is yeah. awesome. What does the future hold for Nate Hayden? So, I mean, I've got some offers right now. Um, we've got a few. I haven't, I, I'm, I'm pretty close to the decision. I think I, I have an idea of where I'm going. I'm not going to say anything yet. Um, are you sure? Are you sure? We wouldn't mind hearing it. <laughs> Can you put out who's on the table? Can you let everybody know who's on the table? Uh, yeah. So I received offers from let's see, some some D one AA schools and some Division two schools uh, like Wagner, uh, Presbyterian, Stetson. Um, let's see. I've been talking to Austin P, Tennessee State. Um, got some Division two offers: Augustana, Northwood, a few others, and you know. 
me just being me, I'm always going to think I could have played anywhere. I think I, I think I deserve to play in any league anywhere. Yes. And I've I've trained with guys at all levels, including the NFL, and and my arms my arms on par with everyone. And so I'll always think I could play at that level. But I'm very grateful for the opportunities I've been given, and it's more than I ever had before. And yeah. Mom, Coach Mum's been a big help in that. Um, Coach Miller, Coach Bedwell, my other JUCO coaches, and then. Coach Kurtz and all these guys have been um, really beneficial, and, and I'm grateful for everything they've done for me because I never had these before. I've always thought I've deserved them, and I'll be somewhere this fall, and I'll be starting. I'll be starting somewhere this fall. Just, just know. Um, yeah, I, I believe a thousand percent. If you're not yeah. starting, like seriously, the whoever the head coach is might want to think about a different career at that point. Right. But. Hawkeyes do need a gun. <laughs> Hawkeyes do need a gunslinger. So. Yeah. So I just so not even not even joking. I literally just tagged the. Iowa Hawkeyes football on uh, on your huddle right there. Let's go. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, come on, brother. Yeah, that's come awesome. On. I appreciate it. I'm ready to go. My, uh, my, uncle's, my uncle's from Iowa. He's a Hawkeye fan. So. Yeah, yeah. See that? Yeah, he's, a, he's one hell of a model American then. Yeah. Have you met the guy? I just know he's got to be. Out. Did, okay. <laughs> All right. You have to settle this for me. I saw some people had shared shared our post on Twitter. Uh, is that your mother who has graduated from University of Texas? Yes. Very cool. It's awesome. I'm a so long, the, I'm a Longhorn fan. Oh, so. is that the reason? Oh, is that why you had to bring it up? Is because <laughs> yes. the Texas thing after again? You dropped, gotcha. After yeah. you dropped the Iowa thing on me, I had to. <laughs> I just seen yeah, it said have, Texas uh, alum. I was like, yes. Yeah, a lot of my family's uh, UT alums. So awesome. Very uh, cool. Well, they're missing out, which Get we're out used to. Here. We're used to the Longhorns. Uh, Get out of here! Messing up here recently. Otherwise, they would have picked yeah, him up. Now true. he's about to come be a Hawkeye. After I tagged hey, him up, they'd be like, "Oh, geez, I'll follow. I like it." Yeah, absolutely. Love it, man. Well, I tell you what, when you make that decision, you should definitely hit us up. And uh, we can have you on for a quick uh, five or ten minute or, and uh, let everybody know. Because now that everybody's listening, they're going to be like, where the hell is he going to go? Yeah. All right. Hey, I'll, come, I'll hit you up and I'll come back on. Probably, no. probably pretty soon, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Let us know. We'll get you on. For sure. For sure. Hey, we'll, bu- we'll bump somebody. You're one of my favorite guys that's been on the show yet. So... Uh, we we'll bump somebody. I don't even know who's on yeah, the list we yet. We'll, we'll move some people around. Do what we got to do. <laughs> we'll right. make it happen. Yeah, we'll, we'll make, make it happen. happen. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. My guy. So, uh, so up up next, we have a short little segment called Rio's Randoms. It's just three random questions, which we're all going to answer. Um, pretty lighthearted. Don't take it too serious. Um, or or do or do it doesn't matter. It uh, <laughs> yeah, that one kid the. The running back that was going to Morgan to State, Illinois. Illinois. Oh, Illinois. Oh, yeah. He had some good answers. Yeah. <clears throat> so but, um, he made us take it serious. We're yeah. like, shit. Well, now we gotta, <laughs> we gotta answer these. So real. just keep. So. so what we're saying is, uh, there'll be a little off the wall, and let's see what we got. So okay. All right. Gonna let's roll right into this. There we go. Right Boom. You know what time it is. You it do. You is know what time, time it is. for Rio's Randoms. Brought to you by Bose Power Washing. That's right, baby. You got to hit him up. We're finally, knock on wood, we're actually in springtime. We finally turned the corner. So now we can get outside and do some shit. So hit him up. He's more than willing to help out. He does pretty much everything. Anything. Mow- in the area. Mowing, weed eating, gutters. Power yeah, washing. He took, he, power washing. He took my... I uh, took uh, a tree that came down on that storm, chopped it up for me, laid it all up. Looked beautiful when I got home. Heck yeah. And I never was there. Uh, make sure if you need anything, hit them up at 641-903-1720. Uh, tonight for Rio's Randoms, first one. 
What kind of cereal are you eating? Crunchy cereal? Or are you waiting for it to get soggy? Yeah, I'm not even close to shitting you right now. <laughs> I was just thinking about this the other day because me and my wife are on the opposite ends of the spectrum. She's not a fan of me right now because I've been talking about her more on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, she ain't digging that shit. But, uh, but I was thinking about this the other day. I was going to bring this one up to you. I am 100% crunchy. Like I want as quick as I can possibly do. I want the crunch, and then I yeah. My wife lets the bowl of cereal sit there mm-hmm. for ten minutes, easy to sog Wolf. up. She says. Wolf. Uh, Nate, That's what do you got? Crunchy. I didn't even know people ate. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> telling you, I'm telling you. I think it's going to be unanimous. I have what no you, idea what, what you're crazy. What do you got, Say crunchy. Matter of fact, if I pour the bowl. And then I have to go deal with the and kids forget and do about something. It. I'm pissed. I'm dumping I'm like, it. Yeah, it's gone. Or I'll just or drink it because it, you can drink it at that point. Yeah, but I may Come take on, the man. I may talk take the top layer of the crunchy stuff off. And then. That didn't hit the melt. Yeah. That's kinda, yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm actually a little different. I so I don't hold on. I don't want it soggy, soggy though. Like that's disgusting. But I don't want it 100 percent like crunchy and like. You okay, know, I want everything's just, making uh, sense. Right. You also like soggy bacon. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. he likes things soft in his mouth. Yeah. Whoa, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> it is hey, it is 2022. All right, get out of here. <laughs> but, with all due respect, with all due respect, you gotta say that shit. I know. I, I know. We're sitting here trying to get used to this, uh, Nate. We're trying to get used to this part where we say with all due respect, but we're supposed to say it before you say the insulting thing. We. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we keep messing up. We keep I'm saying it after. You. I'm with you. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up on Rio's Randoms, number two, you got to pick one. Say it's four million dollars. I don't. I don't care. Say it's four million dollars. All right. Crawl a mile through larva or maggots, or you got to walk half a mile over coals. Ooh. Ooh. Hold uh, on, hold on. Say that for how'd you say the first one? Yeah, mi- crawl a mile through like larva, maggots. Oh, I thought you said lava of... or maggots. I was like, that's yeah, I thought larva. you said lava or oh, magnets. Oh, larva, or maggots. larva. Yeah, okay. larva. larva, maggots. Like the what's about to, yeah, 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 I got you. I'm gonna go ahead and deter this one right to Nate right out of the gate here. So, <laughs> 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 all right, I got you. I got you. Um, I, I'm, I'm walking on the coals. I'm walking on the coals. I, I feel like mind over matter. You know what I'm saying? Gotta, I'm just gonna be tough, tough it out. But the bugs and stuff—that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If I get goggles, I'm doing the bugs though. <laughs> you nasty. Give me some goggles. Keep it out of my eyes. Out. No, dude. Yeah. Hold on. I'm with you with the coals. Dude, I got half a foot. I can't risk anymore. <laughs> you, I know you might not be able to risk it, but if I were you, I'd still like hop across with one foot. I'm like, I'm going with a. I'm going with a. The coals, okay. Like, uh, I'm gonna get myself a nice hard cushion after the fur after a while, like after I'm done with it, it's gonna harden up, anyways. But I'm doing that, dude. You crawl through all that shit, you're for the rest of your life, you're gonna think you have maggots on you. You're gonna have the yeah. feeling of like, what the hell oh, is yeah. that? You're Ugh. Definitely mine, Man, it's, yeah. It's gross, yeah. I'm going maggots for sure. Uh, I think so. I like my feet. You guys, are so disgusting. mind over matter is cool when you're going like 10 feet. Hold on, I, <laughs> but Nate, when you're going, what do you say, a mile or yeah, half yeah, mile? Yeah, Nate, you gotta go. Nate, half mile. I have yeah. a very serious question for you. Do you have all your <laughs> feet, all every part of your foot? And I'm talking about toes, extremities, heel. Do you have all that? That's a valid point. That is. See, Current, currently, yes. Okay, so the reason why I ask you that, yeah, Nate, I got, the two guys I got robbed and yeah, they took half my foot. Yeah, two of the guys at this desk that just picked maggots. One of them lost a toe, and the other one has half a fucking heel or no heel. Yeah, listen. So that's the reason why they're picking that. Nate, I think they have sensitive to the feet thing. On this podcast, oh, okay. our bets get serious, okay? Mm-hmm. Jamie got okay. my toe. 
and he also got the back part of Rio's foot. Right. So this shit gets real here. Uh, but that is interesting. I think you, you gain a little respect for your feet when you lose something. Right. Come on. Right. I think that's what we're at. You're a little sensitive towards it, right? Yeah. Like, hold on. I'll crawl through it. Well, that explains Jimmer and his wiener, though. No. Um, so after you lose a little bit. All right. Uh, and last up on Rio's randoms. You've, you're a starting quarterback in the NFL. Say it's a draft scenario. You get a pick. A wide receiver, tight end, running back. You get a big two of the three. Here's the catch, though. If you pick wide receiver and tight end, your running back is going to be horrible, like Trent Richardson. If you pick wide receiver. Whoa, 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 hold on. Trent Richardson in college or no, Trent no. Richardson Trent in Richardson, pro? No, Trent Richardson, like his third year in the league like that. <laughs> Can't see the holes coming, right? Or wasn't he with the Raiders for like a half a, a second? second yeah. So basically him and his not great season. And then same thing, if you pick a tight end and running back, you get like Nelson Aguilar, who's not great. Um, and then if you pick wide receiver and running back, you get like Kelvin Benjamin for your tight end spot. Jesus. <laughs> so give okay. me the two that you want. Uh, I'm going receiver and tight end. Okay, and who are they? Uh, ooh. Ooh, okay, receiver, probably, probably Tyreek Hill because I can throw it as far as I want and he'll go run under it. Hell yeah. Um, or, or I mean, I don't know. I think I think Devontae Adams is a dog too, but I don't know. I, I like speed. I like speedy receivers. I like people because then I get to throw deep. There we okay. go. Uh, tight end. Honestly, I'm probably going like. I mean, Travis Kelsey's a dog, but I'm thinking maybe like a blocking tight end or something, so I can get in some like, get in some like seven man, six or seven man blocking schemes, you know, and then so I got max protection so that I can throw those deep balls. Okay. Ooh, I like it. Who are you going with? So George Kittle, got you. Yeah, he does everything. <laughs> I got you and all around. How about Tucker Kraft from um, South, South Dakota, Dakota State. State? Yep, he was a he was a guest um, a few days ago. Hell of an interviewee. He does everything. He'll catch that ball for you too. Yeah. But he'll lay so he'll lay the bricks off somebody. Heck yeah. All right, put him up there. Like I said, I'm just I'm trying to get into that max protection area. <laughs> <laughs> and checking out of every uh, running situation. <laughs> yeah, we, that's why, why I don't need to pick a running back. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Trent Richardson, you're not getting the ball every time we're checking out of the play. Well, Jimmer, he, what do you got? Here's the deal. Um, the doctor let me know not that long ago that my shoulder is done. Like there's nothing left. They're like, you have, you're waiting 30 years for a shoulder replacement. That's the type of encouraging shit that you have coming from this doctor, right? I'm like, oh, so I'm fucked. Gotcha. Thank you. Um, so I'm not going to be able to throw the rock that far anymore. Not nearly as much. So I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to rock a tight end. Okay. And uh, running back. Okay. Who running back is going to be uh, Dalvin Cook. See, all purpose, everything. And then why? And then tight end. Why? Why else are you picking him though? I just told you. Why else? There's another reason. No, there isn't. He's the best running back in the league. He's all purpose. <laughs> He's, he does everything. Okay, I don't know that, what else you want. That shows people that you're. I don't a fan know what else you want. I don't know what else you want. <laughs> uh, then the other one's got to be like I said. Then it's got to be George Kittle. That's the reason why I also said it too. Yeah. I'm like he does. He does everything anyway. So yeah. he'll catch the ball and uh, he'll block for you. And for sure. And he also comes from you know the greatest university of all time. Tight end. Tight end you? I will give you that. Tight okay. end you. What do you got? Man, I'll change it up. I'll go receiver running back. Yeah. Okay. And um, if we're thinking receiver, um, I got to go gotta go Devontae, I suppose, on the receiver end. And for running back, we're going Derrick Henry. Oh. Oh. Okay. That's not bad. That's, that's going to hurt somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So I am going wide receiver and running back. Um, wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. I think how many shitty quarterbacks he played with down in, <laughs> in Houston. I, I think I, I like he, can make, he can make me look okay, like Tyrod Taylor at least. Come on. <laughs> um, so that's – and then my running back, I'm going Nick Chubb. A guy who can catch it a little bit out of the backfield. A little can, bit. You just can, can want the best, got Who you. can uh, smoke people in the hole. It don't matter. <laughs> no, so, he's one of them. Uh, he's and, the man, too. So that's my pick, I think. Yeah, he is a man. I said the man. Oh. Jesus. Uh, yeah, and that, folks, is what we have for Rio's oh. Randoms tonight. Make sure you hit up our guy, Kevin Beauchart. He'll get you all hooked up uh, now that springtime is here. So, before we do let you off, uh, uh, since you've been so courteous with the time, I got to knock out a few questions uh, that we didn't touch on. Your favorite team, pro, college? Oh. Probably can't say college. Okay. Going to get in trouble. Well, no. You yeah, can... yeah, can't say, can't, can't say college. Uh, <laughs> oh. I mean, honestly, honestly, with the pros, let's see. I mean, I've been I'm, – I'm just a quarterback guy. You know, I just like watching the quarterbacks. I grew up I grew up kind of liking the Saints a lot because I was a big Drew Brees guy because I was undersized until, until I got a little older. And so I was a big Drew Brees guy, so I watched the Saints a lot. Right okay. now, I'm kind of I'm kind of rocking with the Packers. I want to see Aaron Rodgers get a ring, another ring. Uh, I like to hear that. I like to hear that. I don't know if you do. I am sitting by two Vikings fans, <laughs> so they're <laughs> they're crying a little bit as you said that. Yeah, a little piece of me died <laughs> they're, right they're there. They're in their feelings over here. So. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, I do have one very very important question to ask. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of controversy. Um, about a certain quarterback that got drafted in the first round and um, <clears throat> whether he can hold the ball or not, um, whether he's got fumbleitis. All right. Would you say your hands are average or large, or do you have baby hands? Kenny Pickett like, hands. Kenny Pickett hands. Kenny Pickett hands. Oh, man. You could chuck the damn ball, though. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I can't. I don't think in my entire life since I was seven years old that I've fumbled the ball more than a handful of times. So it's like, you know, knock on, knock on wood about it, but I just don't think it matters. Like, you know, my thing is like, I throw the ball as well as anybody. My hands aren't very big. So I think that's the most overrated thing that people look at. Okay. So, so let me follow up with that then. I like that answer. <clears throat> what, what do you think his issue is then? If he's, if it's not the size of his hands, do you think he's just a little bit careless with the ball? Probably. Cause like I said, I've never pocket awareness. I think, just, yeah, maybe that's just pocket awareness or or something else. Because I, I don't think hands really has a play. Now, don't get me wrong. The NFL ball is a little bit fatter. But, I mean, the college ball is the same size as the high school ball. And, and I've never had really any problems with that. So, maybe that's just, yeah, pocket awareness. Or just maybe needing to squeeze it a little tighter with his off hand. You want to keep your throwing hand a little loose, you know, to have to – can't be squeezing the ball too tight. But maybe with his left hand, maybe squeeze a little harder or something. I don't know. Yeah, see, obviously I asked that question kind of as a joke, but it seems like one of those dumbass measurements they do, yeah. right? And he, they well, even tried to, like, stretch. No, not, not even like tried. He did, They more. did. He got a quarter more. There's mm. hand stretching. There's finger stretching. That's a thing. Yeah. I'm like, what? I, I, know that, I don't know that Milo hit nine either, and I, I'm not here trying to hide anything or lie, but I think because I feel like at the end of the day I sling the rock. But yeah. I'm definitely right. – I, I made it under nine too, so – yeah. See, you're you're about to be the man that proves this shit wrong if Kenny Pickett doesn't. So let's go, baby. Yeah, absolutely. I love oh, it. Yeah. Uh, we uh, well, actually, Rio likes to 
yeah. give you your moment right here. Uh, so, you know, going and playing college ball at the next level is uh, something that not everybody gets to do. And we just kind of want to give you, you know, an opportunity here to thank anybody who's helped you along the way and the journey to where you're at now and given you, helped you uh, get to this opportunity. And uh, so anybody you'd like to thank? Oh, yeah. I got tons of people. I mean, you know, from from – Ryan Roberts, Joe McCauley, Mike Keith, all my quarterback trainers I've worked with growing up in my whole life. Um, my coaches from Dallas Christian, um, Coach Wheeler, Coach Coglin, and everybody. Um, my JUCO coaches, like I said, Coach Mummy, Bedwell, Miller, Kurtz, um, all of them. Coach Smith. Uh, let's see. Um, I got so many friends that helped me growing up. You know, definitely kept me, kept me from, you know, being the being my own worst enemy. You know, my friends, Jaquan. Mm-hmm. Miguel, Draylon, Armani, Marcel, all my boys. Um, and then also, to be honest, I want to thank, I want to thank all the people that that didn't believe in me, because that motivated me. It still motivates me, and they're about to look very dumb. Absolutely, I love that. Absolutely, um, I'll take one for being your fan. I'll take a thank you. <laughs> all right. He's like, all right, He's like, all right I, But I'm, I'm not even close to kidding. You definitely gained three fans right here. I love, yeah, I love the sure. way you, you talk, how you present yourself, and obviously your, uh, your field play. I love it, and I love the mentality too. Hell yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, before we close you out, man, legitimately make sure you hit us up when you make that decision. I don't yeah. care if it's a five minute convo. We'll get you on to let everybody know what your plans are because more people need to see you play uh, from what we're seeing and what we're hearing from you. You're definitely – you got bigger things to come, my man. Thank you very much. I definitely will. I, I like that idea. I definitely will. I appreciate you, and uh, have a good day, my man. Awesome, yeah. Thanks right, for you. your time. Have a good night. Y'all too. Thank y'all for having me on. No yep. problem. Bye. All right. Damn, dude. Uh, highly impressive. I'm I'm a fan, and sure. and he's got a cannon. He knows he has a cannon, yeah. and yeah, I love the way he's had to work up to where uh, to where he is now. Nothing but up from here, I think. Yeah, for this young definitely, man. and whoever gets him, uh, whoever's smart enough, yeah, smart enough, who was offered him, yeah, uh, and you know, is he chooses to go play for is going to get a stud, um, you know, and I think he'll open some eyes there. Yeah. I'll tell you what, there's nothing like getting somebody who's as talented as him that feels like they have something to prove too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're going to they're going to work harder. It's it's kind of the Baker story, right? Yep. Of everything that he had to work through and what he achieved in college. Yep. Really similar. So that comparison was great too, man. I love it. Yeah. Definitely. Oh. You ready to roll into some news? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Sergio Garcia was frustrated by a ruling at the Wells Fargo Championship on a lost ball saying I can't wait to leave this tour. Yes. You seen some of that? I did see that. So to give you a little bit of a layback, I didn't know if you read this article or not, but um, or even seen the video. There's a video of him saying this. This is just like by word of mouth. In the PGA Tour, you have three minutes to find the ball once you get in the vicinity. Otherwise, you get a penalty. He comes over, and he's kind in the vicinity, but he goes to go on the other side of like the creek or river, whatever that or creek, river, pond, whatever's right there. And there's like tall grass around it. He goes around that side. Well, that 
official. Yeah, the official that was right there uh, started timing him from the moment that he got in the vicinity before he decided, oh, I need to look on this side and went across there. So he got penalized and he's like, are you kidding me? I, I know I knew I was coming over on this side to look for the damn ball. Yeah, so frustrated over the rules. <clears throat> yeah, I did see that. That was right popping. The other one was, do you have Phil Mickelson in there? Yep. Okay. We got that. That one out. was crazy. Yeah. Surge. So there's a lot. There's a lot of players dabbling with this uh, Saudi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting right to it. Actually, it went right back to back with it. Uh, federal auditor is investigating Phil Mickelson's role in an insider trading scheme. Found his gambling losses totaled more than forty million dollars from 2010 to 2014. Crazy, crazy amount. He just give me a million. I can advise him. Yeah, just one million. So what? What kind of insider trading is that? I feel like he didn't do it right. <laughs> I was gonna say no. yeah. <laughs> he, no, he, took, he watched the wrong poor YouTube advice, video. Right? I poor know, advice. But... Yeah, I, I, because I remember this happening, or you know, uh, I remember it becoming news. Was that is that five years ago or more now? Maybe it's right after shortly. Yeah, it might be right around there. Like when the char- like when the charges were kind of stemming up there, but then for whatever reason, because it's Phil Mickelson, everyone just forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Just they're not, he's not being investigated. But yeah, then while they're looking into this on the down low, forty million dollars. Talk about kicking a man while he's down. Oof, he lost forty mil. Oh, by the way, you're in some trouble too. <laughs> right? Damn. Yeah. No kidding. Maybe this is, he's he's showing, he's like, I couldn't have been inside a train. Look at this shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, like, literally, I don't have the uh, Wait, or, you can still get in trouble on. for being bad hold at on. something. Yeah. I was going to say, hold on. It actually could prove that you were an insider trading because you need to make up $40 million. Maybe. Well, yeah, it could yeah. go the other way. <laughs> you, like, sir, are a bad you, criminal. It looks like you were very <laughs> desperate right here. You lost $40 million. It looks like you were trying to get, scrape some of that, scrape some of that back. Uh, Stop me if you heard this one before. Stop. Hmm. Oh, you go. Go green light, red light, green light. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coach Pete Carroll says he doesn't see Seattle Seahawks trading for a quarterback before start of twenty two season. Yeah, he also said they weren't trading Russell. (laughs) It's uh, so here's my thing. It's a business. You're always looking to do something, um, improve your team, whatever the case. Um, And unlike the Cowboys, you're not going to give away what you're trying to do. but I did see stuff come across saying, but but in a roundabout way, isn't it kind of giving it up? Because almost like ish. every time him he says that they're not going to do something, do. you might as well it book that. Right. All right, something's happening. Yep. You know, it's interesting because it come out. You know, some of the sources we follow on Twitter that teams want Baker Mayfield. They just are not going to do the Browns any favors because of how the whole Deshaun Watson thing played out. How they went and swooped him up. Uh, they got around the salary kind of deal by giving yeah. him a $1 million salary. So if he was suspended for the year, he's, he's still not, getting his bank. Yeah, he's getting his bank. He's not missing out on any money. Um, so, yeah, definitely weird things they, going on. So they did business right, and teams are pissed about it, right? Like that's – not. I'm not saying it's right as in like morally right, right. what they did. Right. But they played it smart, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they play. And teams they, are mad about it. They did the they did the loophole because it looked like he was going to Atlanta, right? Yep. And of course, they had to do what? They had to pull out all the stops to try to get him. And that that stop was we're going to give you a little bit more money, and you're going to keep most of that money, even if you get suspended. 
Blame the NFL. Like you, like I don't know if you could really ever get mad at someone that finds the loophole. Don't provide the goddamn loophole. You know, we used to get upset with a ex employee of ours that would miss like six months out of the year. Every year, you knew it was going to happen. Management knew it was going to happen. And of course, during the time we would work an asshole to overtime, so he wasn't missing. He was missing all the weekends and all that during that six months. But it never counted against him. Like when it came back, he worked a couple weekends. He's on the same pace as everybody else because the six months he was gone didn't count. Well, here's the deal: like the NFL hasn't said anything yet as to what they're going to do. So, in a wild world, if he plays most of the season, they're getting a killer discount this year, and he's getting fucked because he's going to play a majority of the games and only get a million dollars, right? It, it's not out of the realm of possibility. No, no, no. no. So he's got plenty of his, his signing bonus, so they don't touch. They Set, touch your the salary. salary. The salary. So the salary is $1 million. So yeah. he's not getting fucked, but he's his getting, salary that gets taken away is minimal. Right. It's $1 million. That, that's Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Where they where the NFL could stomp this out, really, if you want if you want that, and the, where these teams shouldn't be getting pissed. They're like, well, you know what? You played the game. Um. You think they'd be more pissed about, you know, like the heavy cheating that's happened and maybe dynasties that happened because of it. But Dude, re- did you see the uh, TikTok of Tom Brady? No. He's like, uh, it might have been a fumble. He's like, he looks, he's like, it might have been a fumble. Yeah. Whatever. And then the Raiders shared it. They're like, we fucking knew it. We fucking knew it. <laughs> Yeah, because it was this, what was the guy, the original, because I think he replied to a TikTok, and he was like, tell me something that you did that you like you feel guilty about yeah. or something like that, and you've never admitted, and he's like, and that's when he said, it <laughs> might have been a fumble. fumble. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot where my train of thought was before that. Sorry, you're welcome. You're welcome. You think teams might be, would be more pissed off about all the other shit? In the NFL. They'd be more mad about that than um than finding everybody's loophole. cheating. And, so yeah, and how them. how they fix this? How you get back at the Browns? The NFL. Wait to suspend them until the end of the season. Just before the end of the season, like they make the playoffs, and now, and then guess oh. what? Now you can't play in the games. Oh. Carry it out and be like, oh, we're just deciding. Yeah, there's no time limit on when when you can get suspended for that, right? Yeah. Because his court proceedings are still going. So how they get him back and how they stomp him out on this is that you literally do it in the last game of the regular season, yes let's say, no. or whatever. Yes and no. Because I don't know if you remember Zeke's case, but he kept protesting and sending it up the next ladder. So he didn't actually get suspended the first several games. It was like five, six weeks later. Right, but the judge, jury, and executioner in which they just signed all this over I think is different with uh, the collective bargaining agreement that they just signed. There, I think it's a little more expedited than that. What did you say? The, what, I thought it was you the other day. I can't, one of you two said the other day that um, old boy uh, can't even uh, – DeAndre Hopkins couldn't even appeal yeah. his yep. because of basically whatever is in the collective bargaining agreement. Yep. There's yep. got to be something like that. Because, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I read and seen a little bit about that where they could actually hose them by waiting to suspend him the last like couple games of the season that would miss – that he wouldn't be eligible for the playoffs then. And then you actually – then you actually are – Tagging the Browns up for the first three, four games of the following season. Yeah. So if you want to make a point of that, like, because then you also take the then you're taking possibility of some um, playoff revenue. You know that yes, maybe they made it to the playoffs, but you're only getting one game worth of playoff revenue. Yeah, and here's the deal: it's a shitty way to run an organization. Anyway, if you're one of those teams that's like doing that out of spite, mm-hmm. it's 
if you legit think Baker could help your team win, what are you doing? Yeah. Then you get him, right? You do whatever you feel like you is justified to get Baker, yeah. and you get him. You don't just say no because of this shit. You know, like that's not a good way to do business at all. No, no, I'm with you. Like, why would you? <laughs> that's the reason why you want to go if you actually believe that he is. Yeah, if you, if I'm you not don't, saying you if know. you don't think he isn't, then fine, say that. But don't sit there and say you would come for him, like yeah. what, like the reports are. So you're saying that there's a quarterback out there that can help your team win. Help your fan base, which is the whole point of the NFL is a fan base, right? Yeah. That's how you get paid. Yeah. Right? So you're going to shortchange your fan base because you're going to get back at the Browns? Like, who gives a shit? I'm not yeah. – Viking fan, I'm not pissed about what they did. I'm like, somebody's going to get him. Yeah. They were actually smart in which in which way to get him because how else are you going to draw a quarterback like that up to fucking Cleveland, Ohio? Like really? Yeah. I know you guys have seen that train wreck, LeBron. Yeah. He's like, you you come see me in Miami all the time. Yeah, right. that's Miami. Yeah, that's Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Starling Marte caps a seven run rally in ninth uh, in the ninth inning as the Mets stun the Phillies. Uh, this was last night. Previous uh, 330 times, the New York Mets trailed by six runs in the ninth inning. They had lost. This ended 857 consecutive losses by MLB clubs when trailing by six runs or more in the ninth, according to the Elias Sports Bureau. Yeah, pretty awesome. The Phillies are getting beat up um, to start the year. It's insane. And the Mets are looking ridiculously good. Yeah. Yeah. They are. Like, you, usually the preseason hype and yeah, here, here comes the Mets. Right, and then they suck. <laughs> The, the ants like come a marching little, in. Right, the little league team just. Right. And then all of a sudden the season starts, and then it's like, yep, that's yeah, what we're used to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the Jake, Mets. That's the Mets. Jacob DeGrom doesn't give up one single run for like, you know, 17 straight games or whatever, and you guys still lose like over half of those. Right. Like he, he, he is under one ERA, but he doesn't have all the wins because every time he comes out of the game, they give up a run. The bullpen <laughs> gives up something. To lose. And, and, it's, and the offense couldn't put a couple right, runs so, up. <laughs> so that's what they normally do. That is not the case this year. So, I mean, it's a long season. We know that. We're only, what, 25, 30 games into it. Yep. But uh, I think it's 25 because uh, i just seen another record. Or tied for second all-time. Did you see that? The Cincinnati Reds are 3-22. and 22. The worst start and second worst start tied for an MLB history. I knew. They average... Their ERA, what they give up in a game, the Reds, are damn near seven runs a game for a team ERA. Shit. They only average, like, the, so do the, the run differential is negative 87 already. Holy cow. In 25 games. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the sauce of um, tanking right there. That is, that's the worst case I've ever seen of tank, like, right out of the gate. Damn. Are you looking that up? Yeah, I'm looking to see who it is. Like, who the hell is getting beat up? It's not. It's no bueno. While he's looking that up, uh, the Angels, Odani strikes out 11 in seven shutout innings and adds two hits for the Sox. <clears throat> An otherworldly two-way Fenway Park masterpiece. The otherworldly comes from his manager, <laughs> Joe Madden. They've got three, four dudes with 20-plus ERA. Jesus. Yeah. Hunter Man. Green. Um, let's see. Here. I would refuse to pitch for him. Who is this? Hunter Green, 20. 
Tyler Mall, 20. Vladimir Gutierrez, 21. <laughs> Revere San Martin, 25. And both of those guys are pitching lots. Like, there's 20 innings pitched, 25, 21, 16. But it doesn't – here's a, here's a guy with a zero, but he's pitched point one, so he's faced one batter. Uh, Alexis Diaz. <laughs> right, Alexis Diaz, 11.2. He's got a one ERA. Um, so that's one dude. That's one dude. Damn. Not good. It's not. It's no bueno. I can't remember what it was. They give up. I told you what they give up. I know that. It was like just under seven. It's like six point something ERA as a team. Uh, I think they only average like two, three runs a game. Yeah. No yeah, bueno. Man. <clears throat> well, let's hope those uh, the ERAs for those guys drops to 10 by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, you know, something a like 15, that. 15, 13. That'd be solid. Damn. What do you, what, yeah. What? That's yeah, no bueno. Not good. Otani, though. Special, special, special. Yeah, I th- you know he's cha- he's changed baseball. I mean, yeah. he has uh, literally uh, not only being you know a Japanese player coming over and and doing doing this. I mean, but just doing playing baseball in general. And but two, then now two going way. to two way, I mean two way player plus some the way of foreign you know um, the way baseball awesome. should be. <clears throat> yeah. You know, that's how you grow up, man. That's how exactly. That's exactly how you grow up. Yeah, you know, how many times you walk off? Even me back in the day when I played, I'd walk off the mound, go play in center field or something. And yeah, well, cool. they needed it, like especially in like when you're in travel ball, you need you need a high majority of your team to be able to pitch. When you're on a two day tournament, three day tournament, I've been a part of too, and you're playing multiple games a day. You're only allowed in Iowa so many innings, innings pitched. pitched. A day or innings pitch total overall Any, for yep. the for the whole tournament. tournament so you, you have, have to be able to pitch. Uh, you have yeah. to be able to play two way baseball, right? Yeah, it gets intricate. You got certain t- tournaments they have batter. You can only face so many batters. Uh, pitches thrown. When I was playing, it was so many curveballs a game as well. Um, you know, trying to relieve the stress on pitchers' arms mm-hmm. and stuff, young kids' arms and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, cool to watch it, sure. it is, and the fact that he fights to do it too. Yeah, and obviously he's changed baseball. He got the baseball rule. Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, the way he looks right now, he's gonna be the MVP again, right? Yeah. Like, so here's my question: Do you think he's really helping to open the door to expand players into being more like him in that two way baseball? Um, here's the deal: There's not probably not that many people doing it though, because it's the way it's been is it's all right. You got to pick one. Everyone focuses on their craft. Everybody has focused on their craft. And I think to get to that next level, if you're going to be really hard to do, if you're, if you're going to see it, it's got to be something like that. It's got to be where they, they played somewhere major, like a major league organization worldwide somewhere. Even if they're American, they hopped over the pond or something and played over there and had the opportunity to do this. Cause it's hard to do that. They don't, they just don't allow it. Like, all right, you're a pitcher. You're going to focus on pitching. That's what we want, and that's what they want too. Because that's how you need to make the team. That's how you need to make your yeah. try to make your jump. Unfortunately, right. that's how. And, and I think, and you switch so heavily going into college because you got to play that one college year, and you know colleges are recruiting. You know they're filling out and getting out all the scholarship spots, so they're recruiting pitchers. And we just want you to pitch. We're batters. We just want you to bat or play your position. You know you're not really trying to create and keep that tradition alive. Now, maybe this moving forward, if a guy, a stud athlete comes out, he's like, you know what? I want to pitch and I'm really good second baseman. You know, yeah, and that's I'll, what I'm I want to do. Maybe, you know, 
So, I mean, I guess it could potentially. I just think it's going to be harder to do. Or, or or the batting part, too, just in general. And not even necessarily the fielding, but definitely the batting. They need to be able to – pitchers versus uh, and it, wanting to bat. Yeah. And, and it's focusing on that. got to be justified, too. Like, do you have more pop or more, you know, whatever contact than, say, a guy that's sitting in the dugout? You know, I, I think it's going to be much harder to find guys like that. Like Shotani, I don't know. I don't think we'll see many of him. Yeah, he's definitely. It's got to be a star right? athlete, like he yeah. is, obviously. Yeah. Just a monster. Golden State Warriors. Uh, Draymond Green fined twenty five k for flipping the Grizzlies fans off in Game Two. I did see that. That was awesome. Uh, Which part? Twenty five thousand or the flipping the people off? What are you talking about? <clears throat> I thought that was funny. That is funny, actually. I'm not a Draymond guy. I think you. Yeah, guys, me, me neither. I just. But I, but I do <laughs> find that funny. Just like going through. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> He's like, they want to get nasty. I'll get nasty. Yeah. We already know you'll get nasty, but Steve Kerr just turns a blind eye. Phillies are up like ten and a half. Are they? Yeah. Uh, well, I was getting to that. We'll skip right to that then. Or seventy sixers. Sorry. Uh. Embiid. Embiid is back for tonight's game after clearing concussion protocol and will don a face mask. I have not seen I have not seen the game yet. If that's really what's happening. If he stays and he's able to play the normal amount of minutes, can they dig themselves out of this? Yeah. 100%. I don't know if he'll be able to know. stay though. Miami can get pretty physical and I can yeah. see him getting bumped, you know, exactly. elbow or something like that. And, and you already know he's hurting. Mm-hmm. So you're going to play physical anyways. Um, you know, you're going to take your 13th guy off the bench be like, yeah, go body this dude. Uh, right, and right. But I'm telling you, if he's healthy, that's what I'm saying. Do you actually he believe be. he, he won't be? He's all banged up. He's not going to be healthy. Not healthy. Healthy is a strong word. If he's able to play his normal amount of oh. minutes, that's what I'm saying. No, I think he can be out there. I just, the level you're going to get him at isn't going to be there. You don't think there's enough for Miami? No. Or for or them to beat Miami? No. 2-0 right now, right? Yeah. Miami? Two yeah. of these two games are obviously very pivotal, uh, are at that are at home for him. So yeah, can we let's stick on Philly for a minute? James fucking Harden, like what? Is he just gonna play basketball this year at all in the playoffs, or what are we doing he's, here? It's it's Mother's Day coming up. He's supporting single moms. Come on, ah uh, yes, the old <laughs> strip club. He's got that on it. He's got that on his mind. I've heard of this? He's okay. uh, throwing a lot of ones that equal up to lots of hundreds and. Uh, <clears throat> So happy Mother's Day, early Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. Yeah. He's actively playing his way out of a Supermax contract. Mm. Uh, well, so See, the way he's set up, he can opt into <laughs> – he's going to opt into that $47 million, $48 million, whatever it is next year. Or not. Or not. Or you do and do a sign and trade. Which could be, but I, maybe. Yep. I'm not, I'm not opposed either which way. Either way, I see him just getting – there's always going to be a team that is desperate enough to pay this man mm-hmm. stupidly because he he's not treadmill hardened right now. He's not he's not even the hardened that me and you did not like to watch. He's not invested. He's in not. Games, he's nowhere. Yeah, he's nowhere no. near any part of that. Used yeah. to hate watching this man play for multiple reasons. He was damn good. He's one of the better. He was one of the better shooters. Get his shot off, but it was always ticky tack fouls. He go to the line. You know um, that euro step that was definitely a travel more times than not with him. I mean, there's memes being made of his like triple jump back, you know, but 
Yeah. He's nowhere near that anymore. He can't get by anybody. We already know he doesn't play defense. His shot is looking like dog shit. And looks like the Krispy Kremes are hitting pretty hard. Yeah. That's I true. Just, I guess in a sense I'm kind of glad. I never thought he was as great a player as a lot of people like to believe. And I think now he's really showing. He's not invested. He's not interested in the games anymore. It's just... He got paid multiple, multiple yeah. times. He has an MVP, so he <clears throat> yeah. he's probably going to go into the Hall of Fame at some point. You know? I don't no, I don't think so. Not oh, yes, not the will. way it is right now. No. Oh yes. Uh they let Tim Hardaway in. So he's in. Oh yeah. yeah. Actually now that you Damn say it, that that's yes. a good point. That is a good yeah. I was gonna yeah. say and I'm not saying it's so I w I'm with you. you know I'm not a fan of him. I don't want him to be in. I actually think the MVP like they, they scott like to me it put a, uh, a little damper on the MVP itself. I'm like, you picked a guy that plays absolutely no defense. And you're about traveling, and I, everything about his game was annoying to me. But he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. That's all. That's all he needed. You had you had plenty of players in there that do not have an MVP. Yeah. He was one of the best players for a year or two in his generation. Well, once they changed the rule and he stopped getting fouled, I mean, yeah, all of a sudden, and like that's the, exactly it's what like, it is. It's kind of like the shift in killing careers. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, though. That goes under marked right there. The game isn't the same because now that ticky-tack stuff where the hand comes across or the finger touches him, it's not a foul anymore. Right. You leaning into him isn't a foul anymore. It's actually a foul on you. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, I'm sorry to damper your <laughs> – I'm not sold. I don't know if he is. It depends on what he does the rest of his career, but <clears throat> I get your argument. Yeah. That, it'd, be, it'd be pretty – I don't want him in. I really don't. I'd probably laugh my ass off, but it'd be hard to explain a Tim Hardaway versus even some other players that are in there right now. Over him. There's a lot of people that don't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Sometimes the NBA or the basketball, the basketball hall of fame, sorry, the basketball hall of fame. Um, it's okay to take a year off of putting an NBA player in. You don't have to put somebody in every single year. Just, uh, uh, Dylan Brooks suspended for game three of the Grizzlies warrior series after flagrant foul on Gary Payton. The second Mm-hmm. Seen him coming. Yeah. But he's appealing, right? So he should maybe, he should appeal. Maybe get cut down to one. He, he, he no, it was only one game. Oh, I'm sorry. That yeah. it was two. No, <clears throat> he I heard he got he already got thrown out of the one game. For ba that's basically the whole game. It was three minutes in. Yeah, you he shouldn't get suspended. He shouldn't get suspended. Another shouldn't game. get suspended. This was made after it was announced of a broken elbow. This is all yeah. out of context over a freak accident. Right. Uh, it's there, only there, bad, I think, because he got hurt. There, there's been, exactly. There's been plenty of players coming to Dylan Brooks's aid saying, dude, that is not that is not a bad foul. He did not go. He didn't, It was not malicious. You have, like, Jim Jackson, who was just on ESPN. You have some other guys that were talking about it, too. Like, the only one really chewing it out is, like, the poor me um, suburban fucking white dude that's oh they're picking up my team that's what you got going on it's that was that was, that was even a hard playoff foul i've seen way harder yeah that was even a hard playoff foul the dude yeah. just so happened to break his elbow you don't suspend him another game you already kicked him out of the game three minutes into the damn thing the game before like no yeah. yep yep no that's ridiculous just because i understand it's a it was a freak thing just because they don't have him for you know Dylan Brooks is a little more integral than Gary Payton the second, who barely made the team, which I I'm a fan of his. I'm not trying to beat down his thing, but you're gonna punish them for two games for he already got punished for something that was wasn't even that malicious. Yeah, it wasn't malicious at all in my opinion. It was just a hard foul. It was a hard uh, yeah. yeah came across came across the head. 
let's see. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones involved in a minor car crash and was taken to the hospital as a precaution. Just saw the video. Video came out and got T-boned. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could see him getting out and he's limping. That's about it. Yeah. Well, was it his uh, maybe daughter? You think she came trying to take him out? Yeah, trying to take him out. Or was it his maybe fling from Arkansas and his own vehicle and passenger and she he was preoccupied? Whatever. She was trying to get a DNA sample for her. <laughs> Either way. Either way. There's some DNA trying to get swatted. Right. Yep. No, she'd be trying to protect it. She wouldn't want to run a she wouldn't want to run a vehicle at She wants to prove that uh that's my daddy first. That's why she wants right. the DNA? Yeah, that's why oh, she, she yeah, wants so to if be he sure. dies, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Then he has no uh, Oh sir. Sorry, let me swap <laughs> the inside of your mouth. Oh, Are you oh! okay? You okay? Oh! Here's what's gonna hey, happen. Speaking of which, he's gonna show up doing COVID tests and be like, "Here, let me <laughs> let me get this here for you." Oh, here's the real person. I gotta go. <laughs> right, covered yeah. up with the mask yeah. and everything. Oh my god, that. Uh, speaking of which, have, has your wife ever fucked up one of your yawns on purpose? I don't think we're gonna be on the same page with this. You actually do it. Yeah. You go the other way. Yeah. Hey, you're the one that does it. What do you mean? A yawn. A good solid yawn. You're ripping back. You're yawning. And she sticks your fingers like right here and fucks up your yawn. You never had that happen? No. Yeah. What? Wow. No. You've never you've never seen you've never done that to your wife or the other way around? Yeah, I have. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. Then you're acting like you don't know what I'm, I'm just like, about. no, I've never had my yawn fucked up. <laughs> oh, you self sort of bitch. <laughs> Yeah, she's done it to me, but I, I'm the instigator usually. I'm the guy that does it. Yeah. yeah. Didn't she gets he, so mad. Didn't he also Dutch oven her? I just... I'll, I'll, things well, happen. I usually things say happen. like... I say vulgar stuff when she like does that, though. I'm like, oh, that looks just my size or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my man Rio has an interesting story about uh, how his drive down to Texas went one time and maybe a gear getting slammed into... Vehicle getting slammed into reverse or neutral or something. Crazy world, man. Lots of dials and stuff. So, and levers. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, UFC is finalizing uh, serial gain in uh, Tai Tuvasa, heavyweight bout for September 3rd. Looks like a UFC fight night. Yeah, that whole card was. <clears throat> Sorry, that. Um, there's a lot of fights leaked after that little presser deal. So. Um... That Tavasso Some one, interesting uh, ones for he, sure. He has my attention. Dude chugs beers on his shoes. Yeah, I think he's okay until he runs in somebody that really just wants to take him down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think he's so easy. It's well around. You're like, I'm, I want to punch this dude in the face. And then if you get a guy who really wants to beat him up, like just drop him on the floor and then. Yeah. You know, so. I, mean, I do like him. You know? Yeah. It's awesome. He's entertaining. He's entertaining. Yeah. You know, and that's what they're looking for in the heavyweight division. That's what it needs. Let's uh let's get warmed up a little bit on this one right here. I told you about this uh, last night when we were at work. Ben Simmons undergoes back surgery and is expected to be ready for training camp. What a guy. What a guy. I thought I saw something else about a knee with him too. <laughs> we well, start you start dabbling that right yeah, now. He needed surgery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I was, God, what did I, I wish I would have saved this. I read something about that. He got the back situation done, but then there's a knee thing. And so he'll be ready in like three to four months was the timeline. Like, 
What the hell, man? You were scheduled to potentially play in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. You were telling people you were Hold like, on. good yeah. to go. Did you, you, did you see the video or the Instagram photo of him? No. Like after the surgery? I don't know if you've ever seen anybody after surgery. Anybody, it does, doesn't matter. Just how groggy and how shitty they look afterwards. Yeah. Right? This look, this dude looked pretty comfortable. Almost looks like they like removed like a zit off his spine. What I'm getting at is, is it a coincidence that he had back surgery after the Nets called him and his agent into their office shortly after that playoff series and kind of did the what the fuck? Like we traded for you. You said you wanted to play. We play for us, and and no point. You weren't that far away from making Sketchy a game. For sure. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, because that was the back thing, and then all of a sudden you actually have surgery. That would have been leaked by now. That it was going to happen. You know that your back was bad enough that you needed surgery. Yep. Right. Yep. I seen the picture of him. He posted on his own Instagram. I'm like, you don't look, you don't look like shit at all. And this is supposedly right after. I'm like, everybody I've literally seen in my life that's had any version of surgery does not look like. A million bucks afterwards. Back surgery is no fucking joke no. either. No. So, yeah. so I think it was, you know, some of that. <laughs> I'll go and put it on blast. I think it's some of that fake surgery or something teeny tiny, whatever you can call it, yeah. back surgery. No, come on. He, had, he was hurt. He had all that time off. He was, you know, throwing his back out, giving <laughs> Mrs. Jenner the, uh, you know. <laughs> the business. Yeah. So, um, but then on top of that, the knee thing, uh, Follow that, follow that until training camp and into the season where where he's not playing again. Because he it, dropped that right now, and I was so pumped when he went to the Nets because I was hoping it, it was all a Philly deal, right? Yeah, he'd just come mentally. in. He's a great defender. That would have been totally different if he was on the court, yep. playing the way he could play, right? Yep. And then it was just one thing after another. Like, oh, he's gonna play, and then he doesn't. Same thing. It's man, fuck. Yep. Disappointing. So I won't believe anything till I see him on the court, basically, you know? Yeah. Uh, Charles Oliveira to be stripped of lightweight belt after fall, failing to make weight at UFC 274. He weighed in at 155.5 pounds, uh, missing it by half pound. They Evidently, he showed up, uh, what was it? That he showed up 10 minutes before, is that, I mm-hmm. think is what I've seen. Uh, missed weight. They gave him an extra hour to get under and... Obviously stripped down to his uh, birthday suit, mm-hmm. and still half pound over. Yeah, it was <clears throat> so it was weird. They weighed him twice. The first time one fifty six, and then they weighed him again. It was one fifty five and a half. So they're like, okay, here's your hour or whatever. Didn't shave his head. Didn't do nothing. It's weird. I mean, I understand people are like half half pound. You know. It, yeah, but it is hard when you've already been cutting out all that stuff, whatever. But yeah, but stuff like that, I didn't even think about yeah, that. He's got his hair. Still, you got your it's hair like, still going on. I, like cut your hair, man. Cut. Trim your nails. But like, I'm going in there. Like, I'm not getting stripped of the belt that I just got. Right. You're trying anything and everything, and then when he come out and he still had his hair, I was like, oh come on, dude. Like, you're, you're trying. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. And he weighed out at the same one fifty five. Yeah, and he weighed, and yeah. and that was the kicker for me. Weighed the same. Yeah. It's like, okay, did you, what'd you do? Did you just go back there and break shit? down? Did you go back there, break down, and not be able to lose any weight? Or, you know, did you not put your game face on? I got to go in the sauna. I got to cut my hair. I got to do this. So, like I said, I've been there, but it just, it almost seemed like you didn't go back there and try for that hour. Right. A half pound, I, it may not be, 
to the average guy, it doesn't seem like it's much. Like uh, to someone that's already been cutting weight, that may be a mile. It's a, but it, it's a lot, but it's, it's a lot. Doable. But there's still stuff you can do in an hour, right? Right. Well, when he come back with his hair, I was like, "Well, you didn't, you didn't try. try at all. You didn't and miss weight." I was like, "Well, you didn't try." There's, you know, a couple tents right there. You're that much closer. I yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, interesting to see how this plays out now because if he wins, he doesn't get the belt. Nope. But if only, Gaethje wins, if Gaethje he, gets, wins, he gets the belt. Yeah, he's the only one that so, can win the belt in this. So interesting to see because if Oliveira does pull it off, guess who's waiting in the wings, baby? That's just the ride for Condor to come back in, swoop that thing off the shelf, yeah, grab that belt. <laughs> yeah, Gaethje. There's no way Gaethje doesn't win this. It's it's hard, man. I feel like I've bet against Oliveira the last couple times, and he's really good. Really yeah, good. I don't know. He's he's really good. He's I'm probably the same as Michael too. Chandler. I mean, probably harder kicks. But I mean, he's got wrestling. He's got power in his hands. And you know, Michael Chandler. I thought he had him too. Had him rock. Come back off the stool. Got taken down in subs. So I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not, I can't even say it's going to be a walkthrough. I'd love Gagey to win for sure. Agreed. But like I said, after that um, Michael Chandler fight, it opened my eyes a little bit to Oliveira. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah, I'm rooting for Gagey. I'm with you mm-hmm. on that. Um, it won't be a easy. I think it'll be an entertaining No, fight, that, you know, no, it's, it definitely sure. wasn't going to be not going to be easy when you're talking about a championship belt, for sure. I I don't know. I just feel like this is this is it. It's going to be a good card, though, man. Rose is fighting mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, they're all um, from the same team. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson. Yep. A living legend is fighting his last fight. Cerrone. I don't know if you saw any of his interviews, but he's just super emotional about it. Um, Is that because his contract's up? He's done. He's or done. He I think his contract's to... done and he's done. Yeah, he's he, done. Well, he should be. I just yeah. didn't know if he actually made an announcement. I think he's done, done. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he was, needs to be. Yeah, he got emotional about it, talking about his kid and stuff. And, yeah. Um, he said he took the easy way. You know, I don't know if you listened to it, but he's like, I took the easy way out. Connor opened the, you know, showed me the door and I took it. You know, it's probably not what I should have done, but I did. And so... I mean, the easy way out. I'm confused by that. He got yeah. you paid, so you could leave. Right, but he was just saying he probably could have done better. But he showed him the door, and he just kind of took that easy way road out. Yeah. But, I mean, to say that and kind of be honest with yourself, I mean. Yep. Honest, dude. Tony Ferguson, Michael Chandler. Yeah, I'm just looking at the card, and that's all I had for news, gentlemen. Uh, Let's talk about this. DK Metcalf and the Cheetah. Seems like they're actually going to race. And uh, they're gonna bet fifty grand to go towards a charity of their choice or whatever. Are you? I think it's kind of intriguing, but are you really? Is it a debate who would win this race? No, it's Tyreek uh, yeah. number one. Uh, if it goes hundred, if it goes a hundred yards, I'd have a conversation That's with you, with DK. Right? Yeah, I'd have a different conversation then. But if in the forty yard dash, yeah, Tyreek yeah. gets shot out like a fucking slingshot. Agreed. He's up to that speed like this, like, right? I think the longer you, I think the longer you go, it gives DK a shot. But yeah, that's what I, I mean. Ultimately, no. if it was a, if it was a hundred yard, like it was like a zero yard line to zero, yeah. yeah, then I I would give him a shot. Yep. Yeah. But no, uh, this is hundred. He's gonna spring out. The only hope he has is that Tyreek um, pulls a hamstring. We can get a guy, you know, a McKeever up in there. He can he'll race him. Yeah. Yep. What he say? Well, I don't know DK. if you listen. He says, uh, I ran a 4-4, and that was before I even started training. 
Holy Eddie, shit, Eddie was called slow. Holy He's shit. like, you're never. What? What yeah. does coach say? He's like, uh, schools won't recruit a slow quarterback. You're gonna need to run track. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, four, I ran four. a four four before I even started training. <laughs> like what? That's awesome. Like that's the type of inspiration you need, right? Yeah. Good lord. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you got for a weird law, brother? Uh, so it did. It did finally look okay. So believe it or not, there's only three on my list for Kentucky. Because I think they allow everything. Damn, well, with your family, they sure do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the two best going to be ones. some special Happy Mother's Day fucking presents going on Sunday. <laughs> I'm going to just give you two of them right out of Kentucky, and we'll just be done with that one all together. That are the best ones. In Kentucky, every citizen... Uh oh yeah. In Kentucky, every citizen is required to take a shower once a year. At least once. Yeah. A bold, bold claim. Once hmm. a year. It's law. You mean bold claim. You have to. It's a law. I'm pretty sure Miles probably went time or two without <laughs> getting a shower. <laughs> He's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> That's the best part I can say it. He can't even say shit. He can't even say shit. <laughs> All due respect, Miles. All due respect, Miles. <laughs> and then the other one is: it is illegal in Kentucky to marry the same man more than three times. The same man? Yeah. Oh yeah, probably some girl back in the day. It was like the fourth time. They're like sister, sister, sister. Not today. <laughs> Not today. That's enough. Not it's today. Interesting. As you go through these laws, like how many states have laws about whether it's banning or saying you have to do it so many times, bathing or showering. Like, wasn't it Chicago, you can't bathe on Sunday, or Illinois, you can't bathe on Sundays or something, or <laughs> something weird like that? Like, what? I don't know if people smelled that terrible back in the day. Yeah. Walking to church with flies around Oh, you, we've you had know? some at work, so we know yes. that they still exist. Yeah. Not saying that they don't shower. In fact, we even well, maybe know they that couldn't they couldn't reach places that they needed to scrub while they were in the shower. <laughs> or they didn't believe in deodorant. Yeah. That's the thing, evidently. I don't know. I don't know if you guys, if you're, if you guys are all natural, but I, dude. Uh, what are you referring to? I'm not talking about your hairy ass. Oh, we know you ain't bicking that shit. Danny I, does it for me. <laughs> That's a Tuesday thing. That's a yeah, Tuesday thing. T- typical Tuesday. So I'd like to, uh, and we, we won't do it tonight. I would like to. Oh, we'll talk about that too. Uh, I would like to start, uh, I would like to try a uh, word association. You talking about? Yeah. I don't understand. Did HR say this was okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, are you, what are you talking about? I don't HR understand. HR says okay. What's, what's word so like for instance, I'll give you a freebie. Okay. Okay, I'll throw one out there okay. and yeah. show you what I'm talking about. Um, if I if I said the word was... I was, and I started giving you I started giving you a list. I can't say the word. I can't say the word. Like we'd all pick some words or whatever like that. We can't say the word and see how many you can get in a certain amount of time. Like what say 30 mean? seconds. That what is. I'm about to say is like, for instance, I can't tell you the word, but I can tell you everything to give you a hint to the word. And you try to do it. We'll try to do it as fast as we can. You give me answers. So, for instance, uh, I tell you Oregon State. Quarterback. Uh, mascot or uh, leave it to Beaver. Beaver. There you go. See what I'm saying? But you try to do that as fast as you can, and you have like 30 seconds. 
Yeah, what's that game called? I can't think of the. That's a game. Yeah. Like, have you ever? Yeah. Beat the beaver. <laughs> I beat it back Spanked a few it. times. <laughs> <laughs> I explain a little more off air for you. Hey, he looks so confused it. to like. More I got times it, but just to hear that, I understand the game. I've played. I think I played it before, but I'm trying to remember like what we called. But it. in sports, so yeah, sports, sports or, words or whatever. I think I'm gonna do it in a different. My words will be a little different, but yeah, okay. something like that. But then you were talking. We we wanted to. Well, we're gonna try that next week. What's that for a couple of them? Go uh, division by division. Oh yeah, so uh, we're gonna kind of break down this NFL draft. We're going to go every night. We'll do a division. Not not just a draft. Right. But overall in free agency uh, plus draft, what teams have gotten better? Who's worse? And we'll go just every night. We'll do pick one division and we'll just kind of go through it and list some of the things we like and don't like. And um, not like our season predictions. Right. Not our season yeah, predictions. That we're, comes up. For we're me. just covering for the people who don't realize teams and what they've done, who they've added in the draft who we like and stuff like that. We won't make our predictions yet, but just kind of go team by team, division by division. Okay. What yeah. has went down in free agency before, you know, free agency picks up again. And who ultimately they, yeah, yeah, who helped themselves, who, who didn't do themselves. much um, and stuff like that. Kind of break it down. Who, who do you need to poke with the stick? Like, are you alive? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good idea. Boom. So uh, I've got to make sense tonight. You do. Boom. Boom. Yeah, and so uh, I touched on this a little bit. So we've talked about dodgeball one. Talk about time. me. I mean, <laughs> three weeks uh, after dark. Since when? When did Danny become your uncle? Missy uncle. Missy. He's wearing one too many turtlenecks out here. Jesus. With all due respect to all of you wearing turtlenecks. <laughs> Man, okay. <laughs> this is a little bit more, uh, we'll say, PG than some of the. It makes sense that we've had recently, uh, especially you know. I finished one of the podcasts the other day, and there was a. Um, I didn't know we talked about skiing on the podcast, and there was a um, skiing. It makes sense uh, by Miley. Um, oh yeah, that was not to have a conversation with him about that. Um, but skiing. <laughs> I forgot that he mentioned <laughs> yeah, the skiing part. Yeah, she's over here skiing. I'm like, what? what like, the hell? I'm like, first of all, no, it's not. It's literally. <laughs> yeah, he's going. <laughs> he's going. What are you guys oh, doing, standing? Right. right, like slow down. Man. <laughs> Just motherfucking the other dude. She's over here. She going in a circle or yeah, what's what going on? What are we doing? PG. All right. It's a little more PG, but it's, uh, it, you know, it talks to um, some of the bias that goes on in uh, the sporting world. Okay. And uh, so some friends of, uh, some friends of mine, uh, back I was about 17 years old, I think. I, it was in my first apartment. We went down to, uh, it was Clinton, Iowa for the Iowa games. Back, that was another time in my life where I'm like, dude, dodgeball would be pretty cool. We signed ourselves up for the uh, Iowa games for dodgeball. And it was in Clinton, Iowa, which is like uh, way eastern Iowa, kind of Dubuque area. And uh, <clears throat> we got there, and it was fucking really interesting because it w- there wasn't a big difference between like the movie dodgeball and what actually happened. So there's this one team that was all like bodybuilders. There was a bunch of nerds. There was us who were just like fucking whatever. You know, we drank. Average Joe's. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> there was this local team too 
this like and they they had fucking a crowd there cheering for him and everything, right? So it was fucking weird. But uh, so we fucking and it's, again, like we literally, I think we rented a hotel and it was probably a one bedroom hotel and there was like seven guys, right? <laughs> and so people sleeping on the floor on the. I fucking thought you table, said this is PG. Yeah, and, uh, it, it, is, it is. Believe me, sounds an awful lot like my uncle's house on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it might not have been that much different. Uh, Turtle legs everywhere. Marv was there. So he oh, makes sense. Oh. This might have been the last athletic event he participated in, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> uh, but he did pretty good. So no, he skis too. He, you know, he does. He does. Uh, so we're we're in this tournament and stuff, and it was pretty funny. We we played the uh, these fucking bodybuilder guys, and we beat them. We we went. A, it was kind of a round robin deal, and uh, we're watching in this team that uh, is like the local team is the. the Fans are going crazy for him, and it seems like they're kind of getting some calls, too. Like, you know, there's some controversial shit. Like, are you out? Did you catch it? Blah, 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 whatever. Well, we ended up playing them in the, it was like the second round of the tournament after the whole round robin shit. And immediately, like, they were assholes. Just the way they acted and everything like that, and the fans were about it. They liked that, you know, because they knew we were from out of town and whatever else. Well, this shit, it went just like the movie Dodgeball. So we tied them. It went to a fucking sudden death thing, right? And so it's me and this other, the captain of their team or whatever, right? And so you each have a ball like on the floor next to you or whatever. And you pick it up and you basically try to get the guy out. And that's who wins the whole thing. And so this dude picks the ball up real quick, tries to chuck it at me, misses me, right? And so I pick the ball up. This next move, I think, is what caused the ending to happen. Because... I realized at that point that my, I needed to tie my shoe, right? So everybody's watching. It's just me against this guy. And so I put my ball down and tie my shoe. They took that, and actually Marv did too. He thought that was a baller move, and I was like, I was just tying my shoe, dude. I wasn't trying to be a dickhead. So I tie my shoe, and it, there's like, oh, whatever. And I'm like, not what I intended, but okay. And so I fucking pick my ball up, and I go to chuck it at this dude, he dives on the ground on his knees, and this is what he does, right? He would drop to his knees and catch the ball. That's how he got people out because they would try. you try to throw for the legs so they can't catch it. Well, so I threw it low, but when I threw it low, it, he, like, it, was, it ended up between his knees and on the ground. So it went right there, and he's on the ground, and the ball's basically like smushed against the ground and in, his, in between his knees. Yeah. And they said I was out. They said he caught the ball. And I was out. So they won the game. And I'm like, it's, and he was there for like, you know, 15, 20 seconds. And I'm like, it's literally on the ground right now. I'm like, it's touching the ground. You can see it. No, he, he caught it. He caught it. You're out like blah, 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 whatever. And so the crowd like erupts <laughs> for this team and they're all excited. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like he didn't, he didn't catch the ball. And so at the end of this, this team didn't even come by and do like the handshake thing or anything like that. They just walked off to do the next game in the tournament and fucking left. And the crowd was oh, all about it. Oh my God. So words of wisdom, when you travel to a different city, like you got to make friends with the crowd apparently and the judges and shit because <laughs> bullshit calls get made and you so lose your this gold is where, in the Iowa games. So this is exactly <laughs> where skiing comes in handy. <laughs> yeah. Making friends with the re- yeah. uh, reps. 100%. Right. Let's go out in the hallway real quick. I'm going to show you something. Right. I learned some new moves in Breckenridge. Uh, let's go. <laughs> I don't know if you've been to Colorado. Um, oh man, that's God, that would suck. Yeah. So, so lose like that. 
was, yeah, I was pissed. Everybody was pissed. Mm-hmm. At least on our team. The rest yeah. of the fucking gym. Didn't so did you guys shit. end up watching or seeing or anything like that? Like who finished that? Did uh, they end up winning? That, that? team ended up winning. Yeah. Did, of course yeah. they did then. Okay. Yep. So it wasn't that fishy. Yeah. So I think we ended up like getting like third or fourth place. I think fourth place is what we ended up getting. Um, which whatever, but out like, of four, stupid. I think there's five teams actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It wasn't a very. It wasn't like a huge tournament yeah, or yeah. anything. It was like at a local middle school gym or something. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Kind of so like the qualifier. Yeah. What is <laughs> what is that? The one chick. God damn it, Sydney or whatever her name is. Peter Tranquilizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So it definitely well, makes sense. Makes if sense if you don't about think it. about it. Uh, I'm digging it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you and Dodgeball. <clears throat> well, the you know the conversation sprung it up. I I don't have old lady spraying <clears throat> vaginal dust at me at the gym. <laughs> no, no, you uh, blow it. You blow it out. <laughs> oh, you blow it. You out. blow it out. Okay. Like like a Nintendo game. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. shit, man. Well, I guess before uh, we actually wrap it up. We got to keep uh, pumping up Mike's uh, fight here at the uh, Mason City Arena. I think I called it the event center last time, so that's my bad. At the Mason City Arena. Uh, one thing, I don't know, for those of you listening, if you've been there or not, but if you've ever watched like wrestling or even UFC or something like that, they've got like those titantrons as the fighters walk out and stuff. The arena's got the same thing, um, so it's a pretty badass feel. Um, you feel like it's definitely a way bigger event um, than you think you're actually at, so it's pretty badass. Mike and uh, Kathy actually interviewed on what is that KLSS today? Mm-hmm. I think I think you shared that post, yep. right? Um, and so they talked about the fights. I think they went through each fight that was going to happen. Um, so pretty big deal. I hope a lot more people got to hear that as well. Um, but again, May twenty first, and <clears throat> we've definitely got some stuff available for you. So I think by tonight, whatever stories come in, we're going to go ahead and basically talk amongst ourselves and decide who wins the four tickets. Uh, but for those of you who maybe you don't live around here, you're just finding us on, you know, video online, wherever the case, uh, where's the podcast available, Jimmy? Anywhere and everywhere you can find them. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, um, YouTube, iHeart. So a little funny story about iHeart is it, the link works on our Twitter. The one I shared. You actually search it on iHeart. It is not coming up. So I actually have an inquiry in with them. And Facebook, as of right now, for yeah. now. Uh, no, it like says in June. It yeah, is June. Stop that's what I mean podcasts, for now. Uh, stop yeah, putting podcasts there now. on Facebook. So that's weird. So we'll be sharing links and whatnot, yep. YouTube, the YouTube videos and whatnot. So. Yeah, exactly. It's a weird thing because they just started that like yeah. uh, eight months ago. Yeah. Or whatever. <clears> now they're yeah. stopping. So. Weird, weird, but not enough money for them or something, or too much freedom of speech. Well, they should have hit, hit us up. <laughs> We'd have promoted the hell out of it. Yeah, hundred percent. But um, otherwise, if you have a story to tell, maybe you want to try to get those four free tickets. Maybe you just want to bullshit with us. You think we have wrong or potentially misinformed opinions? Definitely hit us up. But where do they hit us up, real? Uh, slide into our DMs. Let us know those stories. Anything you want to share uh, with the viewers and listeners. We'll get the story out to them. Uh, you know, they want to hear it, and we do too. We can omit names. It doesn't matter. Um, if you're looking for a haircut, make sure to stop up at Gentleman's Way in Garner, Iowa. Get your haircut by Ryan. Uh, he'll fix you up. Looking nice. And then, once you do that, you can enter into our raffle. Our drawing for a free haircut. 
which will be on us. So that yeah. will be very nice. Also, if you're looking for a workout app, look no further. Download FitBod. Um, it generates workouts, keeps tracks of them, shows you how to do new lifts if that's what you're looking for as well. Use our code 3GIG for 25% off. Yeah, no more working with spreadsheets or having to pay writing a, it down. a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah writing stuff down. FitBod's Show, legit. Shows videos. Yeah. If you know yeah. if you're a beginner, it shows you how to do the workout yeah. too. You can you choose know. what kind of you know, if you're doing workouts at home, you can even pick uh just body weight workouts that'll generate a workout for you. Time duration of what you want it as. Um uh, say you have limited workout equipment, you can pick those and it'll generate a workout for you. You can um work out certain Muscles for the day, for the week, it doesn't matter. It can do everything. So. Get you some. Get you some. You don't hear too many codes that give you 25% off. So no. it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Uh, we've all become big fans. But, yeah, boys, I think that about wraps her up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is 3 Geek Sports. We out. <laughs>